Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory. But boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! What are we doing today? Well, we've finished Job, so I think that means... We are doing a wrap-up. That's right. So we're wrapping up Job. And also, fuck Job. And I think we got a little bit of a Q&A for the last two episodes. Was that right? Um, kind of, maybe? Not a Q&A. I have a pop quiz for you. Just for those two? No, for the whole book. Oh, but there's no no uh, information uh, that we found on the two 
chapter. I, I have um, something from an apologist perspective that I thought ah. I would introduce. I thought that would be fun. Okay. All right. See what they have to say about the book of Job as a whole. Gotcha. Gotcha. And just so everybody knows, we are doing this right now live on Discord. And if you're not here. You're missing out. You should be. Right. So where the fuck are you? Honestly, we need your help because we suck at Discord. Yeah, we need as many people in there as possible. So come join us on Discord. You can find links under the in the episode notes of every episode that we're doing lately. And um, if you're on any of our social medias, I'm sharing links there too. So just, you know, go do it. Get your ass over there. Right. Here. All right. So let's go jump into this uh, wrap up for uh, Job. Yeah, fuck Job. All right. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, so we are wrapping up our Book of Job. Okay. And so I thought I would give you an apologist perspective of what the book was about, what we were supposed to take from it. Okay. How do you feel about that? Mm, We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) So if Job cannot contend with Behemoth or Leviathan, which obviously he can't. Right, because they're huge. They're huge. Or even with Satan, whom these creatures are supposed to represent. Did yeah. you know that? I didn't know I that. I mean, we had talked about them being the gatekeepers of hell, so. Well, but they are supposed to be stand-ins for the literal Satan. Got it. Okay, and sure. So if Job can't contend with those creatures, a.k.a. Satan, how could he ever hope to stand against the God who made and masters those creatures. Was he looking to stand against him or was he just looking for answers well, for the th- shit that he did? How dare he demand anything of God? How or dare God be a God. dick? God can do what God wants, says the apologist. I know he, okay, in, in canon, I know he can, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why should he? Why does he? Why? Who are you to ask that? I thought God is good, okay, right? Okay, look, look, I'm God and you're the, the questioner, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm God and you're Job. Go ahead, go, ask that question. Why should God... Uh, why are you asking me anything? Because... Who the fuck do you think you are? I'm just... Stop ask- talking. No. I'm God. No. I will smite thee. Fuck you. You're dead. See fuck how that went? <laughs> See how that went? That That's the answer to your question. Okay. Okay? My guess. So, the God who can master Behemoth and Leviathan can also accomplish every purpose in Job's life, including... The mysterious meaning behind the twists and turns. He can also be a narcissist who doesn't answer to anybody and doesn't you feel compelled to answer he can, questions. He can also about be a why good he did guy. Shit. He can also be a good guy and deliver answers, but he doesn't. So right, you know, no, he's a dick. Yeah. Oh, totally that's, agree. That's, no, that's fucking wrong. Yeah. No, I agree. Job said many bad things, both in his agonized cry to God and in the bitter and contentious debate with his friends, like. He had those, you know, nigh on blasphemous um, yeah. accusations and questions. Right. And even before that, he was like, oh, I cursed the day I was born. Ugh, I cursed my mom. Ugh, I wish I was dead. Yeah, I was getting a little. Yeah, a little... that was so tiresome. Right. Well, that, that was all sinful and bad. So okay. his reaction was so not cool. I feel. Mm. He was justified in his reaction. but yeah. But he mm. still. It's kind of like if you and I get mad at each other, right? And then um, I'm pushing all your buttons. And so then you say some hateful things. Yeah. Yes, I pushed your buttons, but you're still responsible for the shitty thing that you said. And so you should apologize. And 
like, and you and I are pretty good at this at saying, you know, okay, you're right. I should not have reacted that way. I was mean to you just then. And I shouldn't have said that. That was bad and wrong. However, comma, pause for effect. You were being a bitch, though. But this wasn't, this isn't even like that, though. No, this is, no. This is like if you got mad at me and I was like, I wish I was never born. I wish, um, what, why are you saying, the, like, I'm just literally asking you questions and you just keep being mad and then don't answer my questions. And you say, because I'm, I'm wife and, you know, you, you have all the power and I'm just supposed to listen. I've That's what this power. is like. Yeah. It's not, it, there is no, there's, there's no, there's no discussion here. There's no. Right. Um, but that's God's whole point is that there doesn't have to be. Just take my word on but faith. But there does because God did something bad and wrong. But that's what faith is, is saying I have to trust that you had a reason for what you did because you couldn't possibly have done something okay, bad or wrong. Okay, but the story shows us that God is a bad actor and we're supposed to have faith in a bad actor. Well, let me just continue on and see if you have any further thoughts about this apologist perspective okay Okay. all right at times Job doubted god's goodness which yeah you know rightfully so and he doubted his righteous judgment in the world like yeah because he was talking about how the you know the shitty people live and yeah prosper and the the good people die and wither away or whatever because only the good die young right it's in a fucking song yeah yeah so at times Job doubted there was any good either in this life or in the great beyond i don't doubt i I mean i don't blame him yeah i don't either i don't either he has good reason but by the end job has come full circle back to a state of humble contentment with not knowing the answers to the questions occasioned by his crisis and his companions he just he fucking withered away in like two seconds because he saw the glory of god whatever Um, so this apologist says that it was right for Job to repent because Job did all those bads. He dared I, be hurt and upset and voice his frustration. I think that is incorrect and wrong. I do too. But that's why we're not apologists. Right. No, I know. Yeah. We're accusers. <laughs> <laughs> so while Job had done nothing to invite the crisis that came into his life. Right. As the reasons for that crisis were rooted in the contention between God and Satan. Wait, contention? It was a fucking bet. Right. Don't don't give me this contention shit. Right. They fucking bet. Yeah. That's it, bullshit. It was a challenge and a hold my beer and a do your worst and chug, chug, chug. Right. Like, no, God doesn't have enough um faith in himself to even just dismiss this whole bet. Right. He has to go through okay, with it. Okay, but let me continue because there's supposed to be like a reason that he does this, okay? Okay. And and I'm gonna get there. And I'm not saying that's a good reason. It's probably not. Okay, but but we want to get there because that's what I'm doing. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to calm down. So (laughs) even though Job did not invite this, Job did have to repent of his wrong words and wrong attitude after the crisis that occurred in his life. Okay. Both for excessively giving in to despair and for his unwise and intemperate speech as he contended with his companions. So it's going back to that whole... He didn't do anything wrong, but his reaction was shitty. I I think it was completely justified. No, so do I. So do I. But I'm just, again, giving you. Yeah, okay, okay? sure. So God ends his words to Job without ever telling him the story behind the story. Bullshit, Which we know, yeah. 
Job was left ignorant about the contest contest between God and Satan that prompted the whole crisis, though this apologist is, is quick to add, perhaps God did later tell him. There's no we don't know. evidence of that. We don't know. We weren't there. We don't know. Maybe he told him. That's what but the that, apologist says. If you're gonna if God's gonna tell Job, that is a major plot point. Right. Yeah. But that needs to be said in the fucking story. But that's not the point of the story, according to this apologist. It's the fucking point to me. No, I agree, but you don't have faith, so. Oh. Basically, this story rewards faith. It doesn't win over people to faith. Okay. You know what I mean? And one might say that that is true of the entire fucking Bible. But there was no good reasons for faith. I'm powerful. Whoa. So, though Job did not know the whole story, God did tell him of his great victory over Satan mm. when he talked about how he has mastery and power over Behemoth and Leviathan. He's This apologist says that he is basically telling him that um, he's basically telling him, I have power over these monsters, so I have power over Satan. Got it. And that gives Job assurance for the past. For the present and for the future. Okay, I guess. I'm just telling you what this is. No, I know, I know, I know. It was important that God did not tell Job the reasons why. Because then Job can be a continuing comfort and inspiration and example to those who suffer without an explanation. So this whole story was written because there are are no fucking explanations. Right. And they needed a reason to make people still believe even though there's no explanation. It's kind of like this Bible story is the entire, like, however many seasons, I think it was like nine season run of the show Lost. Mm -hmm. And they were telling this story and then... Um, they got to the end and realized they'd painted themselves into a corner and were like, oh, <laughs> fuck, we don't have an answer for this. Let's just throw it in. It was all a dream there. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and that's kind of what happened here. They were like, this is neat. This is cool. Yeah. Look, they have a bet going. Da, da, da. And then they got to the end and were like, but what's the point? But what's this, the moral? Right. But this whole story. It was a dream. This whole story was written by an early apologist. Like mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we need to have an answer for this. Exactly. There we go. Read Job. Yeah. Like, it doesn't answer it for me, but you can have somebody that's an authority figure say, this is why. And these are the reasons why, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And listen to me because, you know, you have to listen to God and then also you have to listen to me Mm -hmm. and also give me money. Right. So. So I can buy another yacht. Yeah. That's important. Shit. If the specific and ultimate reason for his suffering had been revealed to Job, Mm -hmm. the value of the account as a comfort to others who must suffer in ignorance, would have been greatly diminished or even canceled altogether. It's canceled altogether <laughs> as it stands, in my opinion. Yes, I totally agree. I and I don't that doesn't make any sense. Like if he told him mm-hmm. that the re like, okay, this could have been to me, this could have been in 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 the God in the, the Bible world, right? This could have been mm-hmm. easily chalked up to God says I did this to help you. Mm-hmm. I did this to show you you can't lose faith. Right. You know, and and even dismiss the bet with Satan. I was going to say, like, he could phrase it in such a way as that he says, um, you were the shining example and 
I want you to um, be the one that I point to, like an English teacher who says, can I keep your paper to show future students, sure. you know, <clears throat> as an example of how to be in the face of adversity, no matter what, you didn't lose your faith in me. And even though you got mad at me, you still didn't ever like curse me or whatever. Right. But none of that was said. Right. It was merely a power trip. Right. And then and then Job just capitulates right away. Yeah. And is like, oh, sorry, God. Yeah. It's dumb. I totally agree. So without anger toward him, God allowed Job to suffer in order to humiliate the accuser and then provided support to countless sufferers who would follow in Job's footsteps. Okay. And that is what this apologist says. Says, right. Okay. And then um, I saw some really cool stuff on Cora, which I know we're not supposed to use Cora, but that's what I'm telling you. I was like spelunking. Okay. And I found some really cool stuff and I kind of cobbled together several different little answers here okay. that I felt is more along the lines of my feelings. Got it. Right up until the last sentence. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's a realistic portrayal of how other human beings view suffering. Job's so-called friends spend the entire book throwing pointless platitudes at their supposed friend who is sick, starving, half naked, destitute, and mourning the loss of his children. Not to mention the fact that his fucking marriage is now on the rocks. Right. Right. And it didn't even occur to any of them to invite him inside, offer him a meal, bathe his wounds, or console his grieving heart. And so the moral is, people suck, they'll always let you down, and you can't rely on anybody else in an emergency. Right, right. right. Totally agree with that, right? Yeah. God's bet with Satan is silly and over the top, right? Totally. But honestly, Job's situation isn't impossible, right? Okay. Because it makes sense that multiple bad things might happen to somebody all at once. Like um, the examples that I gave are consider the phrase when it rains, it pours, right? Right. Or catastrophes always come in threes. Like when we see celebrity deaths, we're always looking, you know, we're counting, right? Yeah. And then there's even I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right. Anytime something good happens, we're like, yeah, but. Well, I mean, I think your own mentality kind of triggers more bad things happening sometimes too. Like if you're in a funk, you're in a funk, you know? Sure. But even when something good happens, you're like, mm, but I'm not going to get like the cynical and jaded among us, of which I count myself, mm-hmm. um, are always like, sure. OK, but like right, right. I'm not about to get too excited because I know that something bad is quick to follow. Right. So I just kind of take everything with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, the reaction of Job's friends is also pretty realistic. They give him terrible advice and they actually blame him for his own situation. And let's be honest, like how many of us have friends or family member that like, you know, we go to them with problems and they're like, oh, my God, you should just dot, dot, dot. Or like, why don't you blah, blah, blah. And it's always like shitty advice or like you do something. okay? like when I got divorced from my ex, right? My own family was like, how dare Yeah. And they were so mad. And then when I got with you, they were like, you're a terrible mom because, you know, you dared to one out of a bad marriage. And right. Right. You know, so that's what I was thinking of when when I was kind of putting this all together. Like, yeah, you're right. You know, people suck. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Right. And so I agree with everything right up until this point. Ready? I'm ready. The true message from the book of Job is this. 
People suck. Your closest friends and most reliable allies will undoubtedly fail you every time. True, true, true. Trust God and only God, even if he seems to be the one afflicting you. What the fuck? Because you can't trust people. I, I, I have some problems with that, too, because <laughs> there are some friends that do always show up and do always help. You're one of them. Well, and so is some of our friends that we have, too. Yeah. So yeah. I don't want to not say that. No, we have some very good friends. Right. And fuck God. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. That's all no, I got totally there. totally agree. Totally agree. Yeah. But I just, I, I wanted to put all that out there so that you could see, like, what other people are saying is the point. Since we're like, what is the fucking point? I don't get this. It's not clicking for me. I think it's dumb. Yeah. Here's, that's what they're getting out of it. Okay. And it works for them. I guess. I don't know why. It does I think not work stupid. for me. It's no. a really dumb fucking Yeah, I agree. It, I can't with that. Yeah. You know, GTFO with that bullshit. Right. You know? Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to do a quick pop quiz. Okay. okay. Right. I got an 80. I hope that you do half as well. Okay, I hope I do at least half as well, yeah. Okay, these are multiple choice. Okay. Okay. Yep. Where did Job live? Was it Buzz, Your, Uz, or Oz? Your. No. Oh, okay. It was Uz. 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 It wasn't Oz either. It wasn't Oz, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. 71% get that answer correct. I was one of them. Mm, okay. Okay. Yep. Before all the trials, how many sons did Job have? Ten. Not children. Not children. Oh. How many sons? Here is Here are your choices. Two, five, seven, or 12. I'm going to go with seven. You are correct. Yeah. Good job. I got that one too. Okay. 76% of people answer this question correctly. Got it. So, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. We're not that impressive so far. Okay? No. No. Okay. Number three. What would Job do in the morning after his son's feasts? Here are your choices. He'd sacrifice shit. I'm not even going to read you your choices unless you want them because that's the correct answer. Only 65% of people get that one. I got it without even the choices. Same, same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, number four. Okay. How did Job's sons and daughters die? Do you want the choices? I think I know, but I think it like the house collapsed because of wind or something Mm -hmm. like that. The house collapsed on them. Okay, yeah. Yep. Um. A great wind came and knocked the house down. 69% of people get that one right. Mm, Bow, okay. Bow. All right. Okay. Number five. With what did Job scratch his sores with? Which Okay. Let me start over. Okay. With what did Job scratch his sores with which he was afflicted? I, I'm going to need some choices here. Okay. Sheep jaw, broken pottery, piece of stale bread, or olive branch? I'm going to go with piece of broken pottery. That's what I guessed, too. And we are right. Awesome. 64% of people guessed that one correctly. Okay. And I say guessed because there's nobody on the planet that actually remembers that because it's so, like, beside the point. Right. Like, arbitrary right. question. Well, I mean, with the choices, I was more certain. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number six. And I'll let you know ahead of time I got this one wrong. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to try really hard here. Only 43% of people got this Man, one right. This I know. I'm rough. setting you it's up. going to be rough. Okay. From which country did Bildad come? Do you mm. want your choices? I do. I do. Taman, Shua, Ephraim, or Naamoth? Ephraim. No, I knew it wasn't that one. Okay. It was Shua. I had guessed Naamoth. Got it. Okay. One of them came from Naamoth. All right. All right. So I, I had the wrong guy. Yeah, I didn't get that one. Okay. Nope, nope. Me neither. Okay, number seven. Okay. When Job's friends arrived, for how long did they sit in silence? Oh. Do you want your choices? Yes, I do. One hour, six hours, one day, or seven days? Seven days. Yes. 
77% of people answered that one. Wow. Okay. So me and you are like exactly par for each other. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Number eight. I got this one wrong. Okay. And only 29% of people answered this one correctly. Okay. Who was the first to break the silence? Do you want your choices? I do. Zophar, Job, Bildad, or Eliphaz? Hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Zophar. No. And I got it wrong, but I feel that this was unfair. Job was the one who broke the silence, but of his friends, Eliphaz was the first to speak and that's the one I guessed. Got it. But I got it wrong because apparently it was Joe. Okay. Who All broke right. the silence. Okay. And that's bullshit if you ask me. Well, I mean, it is what it is. Whatever. Number nine. What did Job lament over to begin with? 71% of people got that right and I'm among them. Okay. What what's, is it? What's my choices? His birth, his wealth, his family, his health. So, wait. Say them all again? What did Job lament over to begin with? His birth, his wealth, his family, or his health? Um, his family. No, you got it wrong. Shit. I'm beating you now. Okay. Was his birth. Oh, okay. Boo, right. you suck. Sorry. Okay. You got to get one wrong, or you got to get one right that I got wrong now yeah. in order to beat me. No, I know. Okay? Yeah. And you can't get any more wrong that I got right. So I got to get them all right. Pretty much. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Number 10. Job said that if his misery could be weighed, what would it be heavier than? Okay. Only 45% of people got this one right. I'm <sighs> one of them. Oh, do you want your choices? I do. I do. Leaves of the trees, sand of the seas, waters of the oceans, beasts of the fields. Sands of the seas. Fuck yeah, it was. All right. Yeah. Okay. Number 11. And I got this one wrong. Only 35% of people got this mm, one right. Okay. All okay. right. Yep. Why was Elihu angry with Job's three friends? Do you want your choices? I do. I do. They had found no answer for Job. They had been rude to Job. They had blamed Job for everything. Or they had not listened to Job. They had not listened to Job. That's what I guessed too. And we are wrong. Oh, shit. The right answer is they had found no answer for Job. Okay. I don't really recall that being the case. I don't know. But I don't care enough. Elihu's speech was really dumb. It, he was dumb and it doesn't even count to me. It shouldn't even be in the Bible right, if it was added right. later. I agree. Fuck ever. Okay, number 12. Why did Elihu wait for the others to finish before speaking? And I know you don't need no choices for this one. Why did he wait for the others? Because he wasn't even in the Bible initially. No, 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 no. Within the book, he, he was like, I'm going to speak now. And the reason that I waited to speak until now is because... Um, I'm, I'm going to want my choices, please. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It was so easy. Okay. okay. Well, I guess it wasn't that easy because only 59% of people yeah, got this. Yeah, come one. on. Cut me some slack here. Okay. Jeez. Why did Elihu wait for the others to finish before speaking? He had arrived late. They hadn't let him speak. He was younger. Or God had sealed his mouth. He had arrived late. No. He was younger. Yes. Shit. Oh my God. Okay. How did you get that one wrong? Well, he went on and on no, about I knew, it. No, I knew he was younger, but I didn't know that that was why he spoke. I, it he said it like, I know I'm young, but I can speak. I know I'm young, and that's why I waited because you old fucks were yakking. Okay. And even though I'm young, I have some shit I could say. 
I'm smart even though I'm young. Like he said it a thousand times. Got it. Okay. Okay. Number 13. You do. You suck. Number 13. From where did God answer Job? From a whirlwind cloud. Yes, a whirlwind. Only 62% of people got that right. And we are among them because we're awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay, number 14. What creatures mentioned by God grazed like an ox and lied in the shade of trees? Behemoth. Yes. Only 60% of people got that one right. Hmm. Even with the choices other than behemoth being dragons, Nephilim, and unicorns. Jesus. Like, did you even read it? Right. Do you even lift, bro? Right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, number 15. Mm -hmm. Where did the creature Leviathan dwell? Only 51% of people got this right. Okay. Do you want your choices? Sure. Trees, caves, water, mountains. Water. Duh. Right? Only 51% got that? Only 51%. Yeah. Those are the easiest ones. Right? Like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah. Okay. Number 16. What did the Lord in his anger tell Eliphaz to take to Job as a burnt offering? It was seven oxen, I think. Close. I'll allow it because you would get it if you had. Yeah, if I had the choices. Yeah. Seven bulls and seven rams. Okay, okay. Yeah. So close. Right. The other choices were two pigeons and two turtle doves, six goats and six oxen, five lambs and five ephahs of grain. Got it. Okay. Okay. Only 57% of people got that right, even with the fucking choices. Got it. I just feel like sometimes people suck. Yeah, sure. Okay, number 17. Okay. How much did Job receive when God restored his wealth compared to before? Choices, Half the same, double, or treble? Treble? No. You said treble. Yeah. What's treble? Triple. Triple. Okay. But it's double, treble. That's how you say it, for real. Oh. A, it's there, and B, it's a word. Okay, I'm going to go with... uh, Triple. No, it's double. Shit. You dumbo. Well, I just thought I was thinking he got a lot, you know? So I didn't know. He got double. Okay, he got double. Okay, I'm just letting you know that I won this. You sure did. We're not done yet. But you won. There's a couple more, but I won. Okay. Just for the record. Mm -hmm. Number 18. For how many more years did Job live once his fortune was restored? How many more years? Mm, That's badly phrased. 140 years. Yeah, it was 140 years. Only 49% of people. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Number 19. I got this wrong. Only 39% of people got it correct. Okay. Which, oh, that's because we haven't read the New Testament yet. No. Which New Testament writer talks of, quote, the patience of Job? Was it Peter, Matthew, James, or John? Matthew. No. Okay. I knew it wasn't him. I don't know why. I don't know. I had guessed John. It was James. James. Okay. I don't. Really care because we haven't that's got there not yet. in Job. Right. right? Are they asking us a Joby question that's not from the book of Job? This is a Job question, it's not Whatever. from Job. Okay, last one. Ready? I'm ready. Number 20. Which prophet mentions Noah, Daniel, and Job as men of righteousness? I happen to get this one right, even though it's not from the book of Job. Only 31% of people got it right. Okay. Your choices are Jeremiah, Ezekiel, Isaiah, and Joel. Uh, Ezekiel. Yes, good guess. You got it. I'm going to let you tie with me. Oh. I will allow it, even though I beat you. (laughs) Okay? Sure. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. So, I got 16 out of 20. I think you missed more than four. Yeah. You did. did. I know. You didn't keep track? 
Well, no, because um, I told you before we got on here that I wish I hadn't already answered them because I couldn't, like, every time I tried to pull it back up as a new thing, oh, okay. it, it maintained my info. And I was like, I don't have time for this bullshit. Got it, got it, got so, it. So, yeah. All right. Will we have anything else with uh, regard to Job? Fuck him. I'm, fuck That's God. It. Fuck God. Fuck the book of Job and fuck God. Fuck that and, apologist that you were talking about. And fuck earlier. that apologist. Fuck fucking... Elihu. Fuck a lot, you know? Fuck the... The guy who added Elihu. Right, yeah. Um, Just fuck it all. Fuck it all. All right. Well, that was Job. It sure as fuck was. And tomorrow we're going to be back with... Contradictions and you're always wrong because you are. Except for when I'm not. No, you always are. Sometimes I'm not. In the contradictions, you're always wrong. But I'm also kind of always right. No, you're 100% always wrong. That's the whole point of contradictions. Whatever. All right. So we'll be back tomorrow with Contradictions episode... And then um, other shit later that we still haven't quite figured out. Probably book club something or other. Oh, my God. Cut us some slack. And all that. Get off our back. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Relax. Relax, everybody. Yeah. We'll be here with some shit for you. I'm sure they don't care. They were yelling. Didn't you hear them yelling? They weren't yelling yelling at us, Star. They were yelling That was just in your head. That was was something else. Oh. God damn it. Sorry about that. All right. The voices were talking again. (laughs) We'll see you guys tomorrow. We sure as fuck will. Bye. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegiousdiscourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 